Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, she's a comic who's been on the Unpopular Opinion live show before, and the proud owner of one of the sweetest last names in comedy. This is her first time on the podcast, and we're so happy to have her here. Ladies and gentlemen, Mon Rock. Also joining me, he's the host of a fancy pants new television show that you can see on the Sci-Fi Channel later this year. He's also co-host of the wildly popular Professor Blastoff podcast, and the only person I've ever had a legitimate argument with on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, David Huntsberger. It's going to be a great show. Good times. We have a new guest, Mon Rock. You've never been here. No, I have not. Thank you for doing the show. How have you been? I've been very well. You're a comic. Thank you for having Tell me. Tell people yes, about I yourself. Yes, I am, <laughs> which means I'm very depressed. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. My name is Monrock. I am a comedian slash writer slash housewife, I guess. And <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly. Take care of my man. Yeah, and I, I'm based out of L.A. I perform uh, basically most of the time at the comedy store and... Uh, Laugh Factory. Mm. I've never been to the comedy store. You, you've never been? No. Yes, I, you have. I don't try very hard. Neither I do just, I. Yeah. I, I just, just kind of hang out. Yeah. It's, it just gets me out of the house. It's fine. I'll just stay home and work if I didn't do comedy. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. It's kind of like a social life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why comics respect me so much, because I hate <laughs> comedy. I think every comic hates comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like and a comics. Pers- yeah. We all hate yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, That's my favorite thing about comedy. We just all hate each other. We right? Hate, we hate each other. So. We hate doing it. It's just like therapy, basically. Yeah, pretty much. When it comes down to it. The doing it, I have always enjoyed. I mean, there were, I guess, times when I did the road and uh, certain crowds, even if it was going on, I was like, I hate this. I don't like these people. Yeah. But for the most part, I've always enjoyed doing comedy. I didn't How like... long does the high last for you after a good set now, as opposed to when you started? I don't think it ever felt that great. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like to bomb. Yeah. I don't, no, like... after a good set. Presumably After a good set, good. I just feel like where most people probably feel as a human being. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not how it feels. Uh, like, but then after a bad set, I'm way back oh down. Oh, no. Like, what am I doing with my life? That's David Huntsberger, by the way. Hello. Also a housewife. <laughs> also a housewife. You have a show coming up on the Sci-Fi Network. How neat is that? Yeah. Tell us about it. Hit it, Brett. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. <laughs> Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to talk about is what I've been up to since last week. <laughs> That's why we call this segment This Week in Me. It's about to get really intense. Sweet guitar, though. Yeah. This is a band called Nano War. And the song is called Nano War of Steel. <laughs> so this song is them fortified with heavy metals. I, didn't, I wasn't aware that people still listen to this 
type of music. They do when they listen to this podcast <laughs> exclusively. Yeah, we should do that the whole time. That's, That's great. great. Yeah. Yeah. That is <laughs> There's a giant approaching. Okay, so you do you have a show uh, coming up on Sci-Fi. Tell us about that. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to let me get a couple sentences in and then really get it right on the break. No. <laughs> uh it's uh it's uh, Yeah, there we go. That's the stuff. Well, you'll see. The show is uh <clears throat> it's compressed and then just <laughs> slam on the brakes. It's uh it's a weekly rundown of everything that's going on in sci-fi. So for people oh, that yeah. are into well, and fantasy too, comic books, that sort not necessarily comic books, I don't know how much that'll be discussed, but movies, superhero movies, so uh when those things come out, then hopefully this show will be kind of like the destination spot for people to, oh, I wonder what they're saying about it. Yeah. So Any that's it. Suspense or horror elements. You mean something like The Walking Dead? Would that yeah. count? Yeah. It'll yeah. It'll recap yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Cool. So anything that has like a bit of a sorry to keep doing that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, like not a fantastical, but just a it's not practical in our current world. I think falls under the umbrella, at least theoretically, that, it, that the show could cover. So yeah, definitely The Walking Dead stuff like that would be in there. Game of Thrones, kind of anything that's not just traditional not fi- nonfiction. I hate The Walking fiction. Dead so much. God, I don't watch it. I, fucking show. And you've, I, see, I haven't watched a ton of it. I just put my foot down with zombies at some point. It was just like, I've just had it. Yeah. yeah. I watch really bad like horror films, like girls trapped in a dorm room, afraid <laughs> of a ghost. Just like sh- the shittiest movies. Yeah. Every time I go to the, the movie theater, it's just me and like a bunch of Mexican teenagers. I'm like, <laughs> why are these the only people that see my movies? And then I found out that uh, according to everybody else that I know, I watch really bad movies. Like, what was the last movie you went to see? What was it? I, the thing is, they're so bad that I can't Unfriended. even remember the names. Like I, I want to see Unfriended. The names of them. Did you the, see Unfriended? The, the Shining, the, the Shining like, was stuff amazing. like that. I just watched The uh, Wedding Ringer. Dreadful. Mm. And yet, I can't get enough movies like that. I'll watch all of them. Clearly stated goal. Really, like, predictable jokes. Yeah. Someone that's likable and then someone that needs a little help, I'll always watch those movies. And I don't feel like I need to defend it to anyone. And yet, I always have to defend it to myself because I see it. There's that weird voice in you similar to like, oh, I want candy. And you like, shut yeah. up, voice. The same thing. Uh, you secretly really want to watch that. And then I go, I do want to watch that. And then I watch it. And then afterward, I'm like, exact feeling I got out of it is what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of like, turn your brain off. Enjoy it for a little bit. I don't have to feel bad about it. Is that what, is that what the, the... Orphan. See Orphan. That's probably my favorite oh, one. I've seen Orphan. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's so stupid. It is so good. <laughs> There's what... Wait, She's am I thinking of dwarfism. the Orphanage? The She's orphanage. 40. No, the Orphanage is also really good. That's that, a real movie. That's, that's a real... That, right? Yeah, that's, a yeah. Res- that's one of the higher... Higher brow. <laughs> orphan was about a family who brings home an orphan from a Russian fucking orphan company. Orphanage. Whatever they call it. Orphanage. And, uh, it's an orphan area. Where'd you get it, orphan company? And uh, spoiler alert, turns out she's actually like a 35-year-old prostitute who yeah. just has dwarfism. So she Whoa. looks like she's 12. And she gets adopted into fa- into families and she basically just like becomes obsessed with the, the father in the family uh-huh. and tries to seduce them and then kills everybody in the family. Who's the oh, actress Oh no, I gave it away. This. All the people that <laughs> oh, were going to no. see it. Now, is it a 35-year-old with dwarfism or does a 12-year-old play this character? 
A, a 12 year old plays the character. So she has to be a previous yeah. prostitute? Yep. That's a lot of depth yeah. to that character. Yeah. yeah. She was, I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She pulls it off. She was incredible. I'd, I don't know if, as a parent, I'd want my child doing that. It seems intense. Being a prostitute? Yeah, She's I wouldn't gotta, want like, that. She's got to look as at a, the husband. Well, like, isn't all ooh. child acting really just prostitution? I mean, prostituting mm. your kids. Did you see the yes. little rascals? <laughs> I would say no. <laughs> They're just adorable through and through. So my column this week is about details about famous conspiracy theories that make Mm -hmm. them seem somewhat believable. Since we were just talking about science fiction, we should talk about ancient alien theory first. That is a show on the History Channel right now, and they have this talking head. I can't think of his name, but he's got the craziest hair. Giorgio, I just saw his name up there, but I yeah, it's like it's a Greek name, Sousaksis or something like that, Sousaksis. Yeah, so it's barely even a real name, and uh, he's got this crazy hair, so they they've turned it into memes. Yeah, he always looks stoned. Yeah, it's a hugely popular show, but it's also like kind of widely mocked. But when this theory was first introduced by way of a documentary in 1970 called Chariots of the Gods, it was actually nominated for an Academy Award. People were taking this shit seriously. They have the dude from Chariots of the Gods on there a lot, don't they? Yeah. His name's Eric Von... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not Eric strange. Von German name. Germans and, are weird, <clears throat> man. Yeah, This just totally Germans, makes man. sense. It's, some, it's always Germans. Yeah. When I'm you're like, what? What? Germans. Have either Von of you... Von Vondonikin? Yeah. I think it's something like that. Have either of you watched Ancient Aliens? Yeah, yeah. Man, the Nazca lines, Puma Punku, there's some stuff there. And, like, when people watch it, they just immediately shit on it. But Puma Punku is stones like 14,000. Yeah. They're huge, razor-sharp, laser-like lines with holes drilled in them that no modern tools could do. People hear me, they always yeah. have some reason where, like, you can't even in any way for a second entertain the idea that it might have been done by aliens or some yeah. other cult. It's, oh, you're an idiot. You're crazy to believe that. But... I feel like there's some evidence there that's moderately compelling. Yeah, me I'll too. believe anything because, like, what is life and the Earth <laughs> or a human being? Like, the whole thing yeah. is so trippy. Like, why wouldn't there be aliens? Fine. I mean, there could be anything. I could yeah. never say like, no way. I don't believe that. And like Easter the... Island, the like the sculptures on Easter Island, they're made out of rock that if you hit it with a chisel, it won't even break. It's not sculptor rock. Mm-hmm. And it, there's no quarries anywhere nearby. Like they got these like 16 ton and statues. And significantly deeper than they appear. They go yeah. like 10 or 20 feet below the, the surface of the ground. But yeah, if you ask someone, well, how'd they do it? They'll be like, slaves? Yeah, always like, slaves. There's not enough <laughs> slaves in the world. <laughs> To accomplish that. There, I think um, History has a new series coming out about, is it called a Dream Mine or something like that? And at some point, like, John Wayne had a hand in it. Like, c- celebrities throughout the ages, wealthy people throughout the ages have, like, invested in it. Because there's no bottom to it. No, It's just, you go down, like, ten feet, then there are these timbers. You go down ten more oh, feet, but yeah, there's I've water. There's that. no way to get the water out to then get to the bottom. So they think that the Ark of the Covenant is down there. Yeah, Crack but, has written about it before. Really? I mean, yeah. that's pretty fascinating that our modern engineering techniques... And yet people, well, they knew stuff back then. They could move stone back then. Yeah. Okay, no, well, how? Nobody knew anything. Yeah, I nobody don't think they knew any information <laughs> at all. They were at like, all. oh, man, you're sick. Maybe we should just... 
take all the blood out of you. <laughs> yeah. Give me my leeches. Maybe we should just kill you. Yeah. And yeah. I, like, it's hard. I mean, it's hard for me because I work for Cracked and we do that a lot. We'll write columns or articles that like debunk these famous conspiracies. Mm-hmm. And when I was researching all of this, I looked into what we said about the pyramids in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And we have an article where we're like, no, there's an explanation. And the explanation is just ramps. <laughs> like, yeah. I, with all due respect to the company I work for, that's also a pretty crazy fucking theory. Yeah. They were just like, ramps! Just yeah. push these rocks up the ramps! That's how the X game got started. I will <laughs> say about, like, Machu Picchu and the pyramids, not a lot to do back then. So if you have several thousand people with nothing to do... You might get, and you have one person. One like, person in power. And generations, yeah. generations to do it in. One it's not rich like, person. It's not like we got to build this stadium. Poor people. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the way it goes. It's yeah. not like, oh shit, the Chargers are moving here in 2019. We have to build the stadium by then. They can just do it for hundreds of years. And yeah, no one cares. We should build the Chargers stadium by hand. Ramps. If, if we could get a thousand people, that's probably less than the workforce that actually built it. But people who, one person who knew what they were doing, I'll bet we could get close to a functioning stadium. <laughs> <laughs> like the majority of us, our job is just like, here, you take this thing and take it over there. Even if it took you a full day to get it over there. Which it would. It would take you a lot. But a thousand people, I'll bet we could get close. That's probably asinine. Maybe we'd use some tools. But we'd probably come up with something decent. We'd make something that would surprise everyone. Let's build a football stadium. Out of stone. Mm-hmm. I don't see why we wouldn't. In this documentary, The Chariots of the Gods ones, I watched it last night. They, I didn't know this. The steps on the pyramids are a calendar. There's 365 steps. Yeah. and the, Did you, It's on some, some latitude and longitude marker where it's dead in the center of where they yeah. meet, right? And yeah. That's interesting, too. And also, if you like divide the, I think it's the height by the base, you get pi. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like the the precision that they built all this stuff. Like you said, we still can't do it today. Yeah. But then people watch this show and they're like, "That's stupid." I read this book <laughs> about cultural evolution, and the person writing it typically they always have this slant of like, "Here's why religion's a bunch of idiots." But I like this one because the dude was clearly like secular, science driven, but he was like whitewashing everything over in this purely scientific format. Kind of creates this bleak outlook meaning that like well the planet was formed via some point in the big bang it cooled to these perfect conditions it spawned off a moon then bacteria just somehow occurred naturally occurring water started to exist and all the conditions for life were perfect and then we just crawled out of the primordial soup and evolved into where we are today and that's it yeah, And then to assume there's any level of spiritual interactions or aliens or things like that, people go, ah, you're being crazy. We came from this perfectly occurring thing from the Big Bang, and there's no other explanation to anything. It's everybody bananas. has their... And I, I love how everybody all uh, claims to have invented math. Like, the Indians mm-hmm. think they yeah. invented it. The Egyptians claim to have invented it. Actually, <laughs> it's just we, like, who? We know I mean, for obviously fact. it was the Indians. Obviously, it was the Mormons in the late 1800s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no math before that. Is, is there anything else about ancient aliens? I'm not opposed to it. If you're getting into it, that stuff, and you and like, it's always worth taking with a grain of salt, but there's a documentary, I think it's still on Netflix, called The Hidden Hand. Oh, yeah. It's a bunch of people that have firsthand accounts of alien abductions or sightings. Yeah. Your natural inclination at every single one of them is to go, look at this person. Yeah, sure you did. But all of them have vested or particular reasons as to why they're not crazy 
Like yeah. one guy was like, I never believed in this stuff ever, ever. And then he was like a podiatrist. And this yeah. girl came in and they took out this weird form of little piece of metal that she claimed like I was abducted. They put this metal in me and blah, blah, blah. He was like, there was no mark where it had enter- entered her body. So I said, get out of here. And they said, just humor us. He x-rays her, a little bit of metal. They take it out. It is not earthly metal. So you hear that and you're like, well, there are certainly explanations. Sure. Yeah. There are plenty of explanations that could happen there. But I'm inclined to like want to know more about yeah, that. Yeah, there's explanations, but you have to accept that one of them could just be that she got abducted by aliens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not smart enough to know there's not aliens, for sure. If aliens come here every 1,000 years to Earth, they've been here millions of times. Yeah. Uh, that's really hard to wrap your mind around. They're just sick of coming here. And yet we're like, where are they? Show yourselves. <laughs> and they're... You know, all of the, like, the ancient, like, cave drawings and things where you see, like, people riding birds down from the sky. Yeah. Like, there's so many of those in different parts of the world where, mm-hmm. like, the two people, they, they couldn't have been talking at the time <laughs> and going, okay, is this what this guy looks like that came down from the sky? <laughs> like, people in different continents are drawing the same, like, they look like astronauts mm-hmm. in a lot of these drawings. It's like a dude with a helmet. Yeah. And... Like, where is that coming from? There's people who say, well, they just misinterpreted what they were seeing. Okay, well, what, what the were fuck they were they seeing? seeing? Yeah. Like, what was it? There's something that would be so sad about knowing that, though, and that we're so egocentric. And yet the more, the longer you're alive, the more there are social media, especially like Twitter, you see that everyone's having thoughts at all times that are yeah. unique to them. These are my thoughts. I'm sharing them. The world is kind of this place that I experience, and I'm sharing that with you. And then if aliens came here and we found out they were millions, billions of alternate places where people lived and that they were sharing their experience, it would just make you feel as small as you probably should feel at all times. I already feel so like the most insignificant <laughs> thing yeah. ever, just with how many people there are. Yeah. You go to, I, I feel, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm an Indian person here. And I mean, go to India, there's just like <laughs> one billion. It's there just are a like, lot oh, of people in India. Feel? <laughs> Holy shit. There are so many people so there. Many people. And they're all like me. It's, it's crazy. All comedians? It's crazy they're all comics. They're all depressed comics. A lot of them are comics. There's a big, actually, there's a burgeoning comedy scene over there. Well, I bet. What, what it's, precipitated that feeling of that you shouldn't feel small? Was it that we erected statues of people or that no, people. That's just white people. I don't, you think, oh, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's, that's racist and ridiculous. Most minorities feel very small. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, we were just talking about the Egyptians. What about all these tombs and such? Go to those pyramids. Yeah, what man. What else do you want? <laughs> no one ever created a sphinx for a white dude. <laughs> but if we wanted True. one, we probably, we could probably just ask and someone would whip it up for yeah, us. of course. Hey, I'm white. Will you build me a sphinx, please? <laughs> sure thing. All right, what should we talk about next? Let's talk about MLK next. Martin Luther King Jr. This fucking shocked me. His family actually sued the person that they thought killed Martin Luther King Jr. in civil court and won. And the co-defendant that they sued was the U.S. government. They fucking won a civil trial against the U.S. government for conspiring to kill Martin Luther King Jr., and the news didn't talk about it for sure. I saw that. I saw that nothing 
was said. No, that is insane. The KingCenter.org, though. I mean, is that's the that's most like trusted? his yeah. foundation. And it happened when 1990. Uh, yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was 19, like 99. 99. But no, it's a, it's an actual thing that happened. That's not in dispute. Are you sure? I mean, can we verify Nobody this through other sources? This. Yeah, there's there's like the court papers and everything are on. Like it happened in court. Like okay. there's documentation. And the trial lasted four months. The jury deliberated for one hour. Wow. And they found, what was the guy's name? God damn it. Now I can't find it. I had it written down. I, th- I want to say Lloyd F- Jowler or something like that. But that's who they suspected of being the actual killer. And they took that shit to court. Wow. And they have, for the longest time, maintained that James O'Reilly was innocent. Yeah, Just like James O'Reilly. Has always maintained like that he ten was years ago. There was a thing on you know like sixty minutes or something like that that was gonna there was gonna show the interview James O'Reilly and like one of his yeah sons or someone like that. And uh, I remember the person walking out going, "Yeah, I believe him." Yeah, and I remember feeling like this just seems odd, like odd kind of. What are they trying to gain out of this? And I I saw a little bit of the interview and just thought like, well, of course he's saying he didn't do it. He's in well, prison. maybe maybe they just want the person who killed their father to actually be convicted. Oh, I'm of on the their crime. side. Yeah. I just I just yeah. remember ten years ago it was kind of compelling, and then it just drifted away. Mm-hmm. So it is weird that it now has had a conclusion and no one heard about it. Yeah, like that interview got a lot of press. The one you're talking about, mm-hmm. that's the one where they first came out and like publicly stated that they thought James O'Reilly was innocent, and then two years later they filed this lawsuit. In one. Wow. And no one talked about it. That's so crazy to do, even though, because usually when, you know, a family has suffered something and somebody gets convicted, they're just like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. You know, to, to just go against that mm-hmm. seems just. And the fact that it was in civil court, I know a lot of people would say, oh, well, they were just looking to make money. They sued for $100 <laughs> just to prove that they weren't yeah. oh just trying to get paid. I wonder how that came to be. Like, because maybe it's James O'Reilly, like, writing them relentlessly from prison. Like, you have to believe me. There's an investigator named George Pepper. Oh, okay. Who uh, did most of the, like, research into it mm-hmm. and who handled the case for them and handled all the arguments. Wow. So, yeah, they are convinced James O'Reilly did not do so it. So this other guy that they beat in the civil court, he hands over $100 and then that's it? No interviews of him? Nothing? Yeah, like it's civil court. That's like it's just money. Like that's where OJ got convicted. But so far down the road, I mean, do they have a murder weapon? Do they have a different type of motive? Is this guy like a proven race? What they find out about this guy? That to me is the most interesting, I think. Is- well, I think it says here that it was the, the <clears throat> jury decided that uh, it was a, he was assassinated as a result of a conspiracy. I don't know. If a, sp- if a specific other killer mm-hmm. was named, but that there was a conspiracy, so conspiracy by someone to, to hmm. yeah, yeah, conspiracy aliens. between That's this Lloyd like, Jowler, yeah. aliens, and the federal government. <laughs> aliens killed him. Okay. Now we just have to get Adnan out of jail. Just kidding. He totally did it. <laughs> Glad you brought that up. Finally, because <laughs> they're doing more with that, right? Everyone keeps. I think so. Yeah. yeah. He's going to get... An appeal or something. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a... But he's did, he did it, so he's got to stay there, I right? Like he, I mean... I feel like he did. I, what are we talking about? Serial, the yeah, podcast. I didn't listen to it. Good for I you. I listened to the first one, and I was like, oh, he did it. I'm not listening to this. <laughs> you didn't see it all the way through? No. She all I how, needed to, was that first episode. You she heard his voice. She knows how he, stories about murdered girls work. She's did you watch I watched Jinx? Forensic Files. I watched The Jinx. I'm into all that. Yeah, the Jinx really wrapped up so nicely. Whereas Serial, I felt the same way as you, and then saw it all the way through. Like, this must be great. There are only six episodes. They must go through this arc in this that wraps it all together, and everyone just left at the end feeling pretty much the same. Like, yeah, I still feel like that guy. Why is he there? Yeah, 
Why would he be mm. serving life in prison if he was completely innocent? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. So. Baltimore police, they never railroaded anybody, I bet. Well, that's what I thought if there was a serial killer or something like that, and it was a conspiracy to get Anon in there. Like, that, you know, yeah. they, Jay couldn't remember his story. Like, what if the cops had come to him and said, like, we know this dude at least had a hand in it. Yeah, and plus, that guy Jay was so shady. Like, mm. they totally did it. <laughs> <laughs> but he got a, Fuck you, Jay. What are things with his shady story bastard. that weird, though, that he... Just sitting at his house, and a guy comes over and is like, "Yo, I borrowed your car, or however it worked. One borrowed yeah, the other one, and now I've got this girl. And then you got to help me." And he doesn't go, "No, nah, I'm good." He goes, "All right, let me get some shovels." Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. What is that? Oh, yeah. I was watching yeah. TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never listened to serial. No, good for you. Crazy. So, what are the what are your conspiracy theories that you're hung up on? I mean, because like the aliens thing doesn't seem like a conspiracy. It seems like if there is a conspiracy, it's to cover it up to keep us yeah. all like sheep, man. We're not seeing the truth. What's out there? Yeah, you, people would freak out if they knew it. They're among us. I get that less a conspiracy and somewhat a reasonable thought that people would have automatic weapons hunting down aliens or whatever, freaking out. Yeah, they already don't trust the government, so I don't know what they stand to lose there. Right. But what what is like the most compelling conspiracy to you that you're like, this is real. This is a this is not a conspiracy. This exists at Denver Airport. What is it? The Denver Airport is a good one. Nine like Eleven. Like the, yeah. <laughs> so happy. Yeah, I feel like Nine Eleven happened. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. happened, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really flew those planes into those towers. <laughs> uh, the Denver Airport is a good one. Like, yeah. What? I don't know about this. What is it? There are I don't know how many now, but they're building this huge series of bunkers under the Denver Airport. They they had something like ten times the amount of concrete used for the building yeah. that was not accounted for. So it exists somewhere like these weird underground bunkers. And there's all these tunnels and the conspiracy. J- Jesse Ventura used to have a show called Conspiracy Theory, and he covered it. Uh, so you know it's legit. <laughs> and uh, at the Denver airport, they have all these murals. It's like consistently voted like the best airport artwork in the nation. And there are all these murals of like. It looks like the apocalypse. Like there's a soldier with a sword and there's like dead babies and fire. And (laughs) it's just like, you're like, why is this in the airport? And the conspiracy theory is that that is where everyone knows that when shit, like all the important people, Mm -hmm. when shit goes down, they know to go to Denver. Well, Denver is my favorite place in the country, so that really? works for me. Will it yeah. be when you got to make friends with someone <laughs> like Oprah or something? When it's only populated by the one percent, will it be? It's going to be like Warren Buffett. Can we and find Oprah pictures and... of the the artwork that's there? And then the statue outside that killed its maker and the next person that took over finishing it, or something like that. Yeah, that that picture is hanging in the fucking Denver airport. This art is hideous. That is terrifying. Yeah, it's like a weird... weird. That soldier is stabbing a dove with a sword. And it's like like an alien Nazi. Yeah. It looks like a video game. Mm -hmm. And then there's a rainbow in the sky. (laughs) Apocalypse, but also gay rights. What if people did know these things, like Planet X coming around every thousand years, and they've been painting it and telling us... Who are the groups that constantly squash that? Just religious folks? Is it a conflicting thought to, like, the resurrection or something? I don't know. Because that would be the most frustrating is every 1,000 years, something lands, whether it's people from Planet X, it's the Nazi yeah. alien people, 
or it's Jesus himself comes back and goes, all right, write this down. I'm sick of you guys screwing this up. And we go, we got it. And then the second they leave, fighting ensues. Whatever was written down is burned, blown right. up. And back to square one, we keep going. Is that what's happening, you guys? I have no idea. I I'm, think, I'm so. Hindu, so I believe in reincarnation. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough. I don't know any of that stuff. You just keep getting reincarnated until you're a nice person. That's the whole thing. But, aren't, but reincarnation <laughs> seems like a lot of thought below the surface. But once you reincarnate back up into the playing field, aren't you curious, like, what's been going on the whole time where you were, like, transitioning to a new body? No, not really. They don't care no. at all? Really? I think so. Hmm, okay. Yeah, the um, Denver airport is terrifying it's a good airport though yeah it's a great airport i forgot I was they did it right they made it outside of the city and i guess it's a central centrally located place you know if they were safe from earthquakes it's safe from hurricanes tornadoes volcanoes yeah i mean it's a good place flooding 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 yeah it's high it would work i mean it's a good idea Mm mm-hmm but now, like, we're all going to die, and they know it. And uh, Peyton just Manning's not... got a Papa John's on the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the paintings are the ultimate, like, uh, distraction. People look at those, and they don't realize all these tons of concrete just going right next to them into this bunker. That could be. Jesse Ventura fixed that shit, though. Not going to get anything by the old governor. Here's a conspiracy I heard a long time ago that, I, that no one really talks about, and it's almost like too macabre, really, to talk about, but I think it's kind of interesting. I don't know that it's really even a conspiracy, but Michael Jordan's dad just randomly like, pulled over on the side of the road and gunned down. And the two mm-hmm. guys arrested, like, oh, they're gang members. They're just randomly selecting someone, which I don't know if that's happened since then. That is such a strange thing. And then he, like... What was it after that took a year off from yeah basketball play baseball to play baseball but i heard that pete rose style behind the scenes jordan is like a well-known gambler that he was betting on nba games and overextending his reach to the point where he was like upsetting the wrong people that that's happened he, that's why he played baseball for two years he had played like had they i think that that's the conspiracy that i've heard is that they quietly ask him like step away from the game it was like a, it, it was together. like a year long oh i'm sure that's like true. A shadow that suspension. sounds totally viable really yeah it's so weird. so you think he got his dad killed no i because that's why i don't like talking about it i i think that's so terrible yeah. but but it it, li- it does in some weird way kind of line up with you know, get it like any movie. You get involved with the wrong people yeah. gambling and owing yeah. people money. But you're Jordan. You don't owe anyone any money. Yeah. But you're also confident and cocky. You go, I'm not paying you. They go, how can we? How can yeah. we get to this dude? It goes back and forth. So I, I don't know. But it's what I don't. I don't. Well, I'm a hundred percent convinced. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sold. Uh, well, that was quite easy. <laughs> Very much. My favorite conspiracy is one that uh, I had on the list. It's about JFK, the JFK assassination. Mm-hmm. Probably the most famous conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God, there's so much to talk about with Did this Did you study one. this when you were in school? The actual conspiracy? The watching, like, the Zabruder film. Yeah. And it's so weird that a, a teacher gets to show that, and they really go through it in that. Yeah. It, it's really... In- I, yeah, it happened to me on November 22nd. Showed up to my Spanish class, and he was like... <laughs> All right, now on November twenty second every year, I ditch the Spanish curriculum, and I'm going to teach you about how Lee Harvey Oswald did not kill JFK. <laughs> nice. And he spent two hours just like going through the rebel. film. He was a crazy person. He did not talk about the uh, mortal error theory. As, yeah. As well, one of the things that when people talk about the JFK assassination, one of the things that people who argue that Lee Harvey Oswald did it. One of the things they point to is in the late 60s, CBS did a reenactment 
where they had a target moving at the same like direction and speed, and they put three people up in position where Lee Harvey Oswald would have been, and had them try to get off three shots in six se- seconds. With the same rifles. With well. the same rifle. And one guy was able to do it. So people are like, see, Lee Harvey Oswald could have done it. But the guy who was able to do it was so convinced that no one else could do it. <laughs> he was like, there's no way Lee Harvey Oswald did it. Because it took him three tries. And this guy's like... And a, what did he hit? It and was, that's the other thing. It was, like, yeah, a big red target. Yeah. It wasn't JFK's head. Right. And this guy was like, there's no way Lee Harvey Oswald did that. There is no way. And he ended up launching his own investigation Lasted 25 years. His name's Howard Donahue. He's a ballistics expert, was in the Marines, so it's not like he's just some wacko. He owns like a gun store or something like yeah, that, too. Yeah, like he knows guns, and he, the only person I like who... like he said he's not some wacko. He owns a gun store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like, he's not a gun... <laughs> but he knows guns. Yeah, yeah, he might be walking into a Chipotle with a Uzi, just being like, it's my legal right yeah. to walk into this Chipotle. But, good but he, knows, he knows a few things about gun ballistics that I for example don't know yeah okay. yeah and one of the things that bothered him is when you look at the the video like the zapruder film that first shot like it hits kennedy and he like leans forward but you don't see much mm-hmm. but that last shot his head explodes yeah and this howard donahue one of his main points was the same bullet doesn't do two different kinds of damage mm-hmm. so if that bullet was fired by lee harvey oswald that hit JFK's head, it would have just gone through his head. So, but what are we trying to argue here? Because this guy was clearly still shooting at the president. <laughs> right. So do we not want to give him the credit? Or No, no. no what his <laughs> argument is, is that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was there and was shooting. And did shoot him twice. And the first yeah. two bullets were Oswald. And did shoot twice. And his argument is that the third bullet that killed Kennedy was accidentally fired by the Secret Service from two cars behind. By accident. By accident. Yeah. And there's So I think Lee Harvey should still get the credit as, you know, he tried <laughs> his best. An odd word. <laughs> yeah, he does. No, but like, those two shot those two shots if he had only been shot by those two bullets, he probably he, he might have lived. But the third shot, which is the which is the shot that explodes his head. Yeah. Why, came, why? the kill shot. Accidentally though. But if nobody shot anything, he was, he was yeah. there's yeah, a yeah. car. He was on a car. He was standing like on the sideboards of a the, the, the yeah, secret service. He was in the back of a car. And the secret service detail the night before had like they had all gone out and got hammered. Mm-hmm. And this guy who ends up holding the rifle, his main job with the secret service was to wash the cars. Like he wasn't even the dude you call to shoot. But everyone else is all fucked up in the car. And what they theorize happened is they hear the first two shots, Lee Harvey Oswald shooting. This guy grabs the rifle, stands up, and starts to turn to shoot at Lee Harvey Oswald, and the car accelerates, and he falls back. And there, <laughs> but there's, there are witnesses who have testified to that. Really? There's one and witness. There's also, yeah. And this is in the Warren Commission. There's one witness who was like, I'm pretty sure I saw the Secret Service start shooting back. Wait, but car also, accelerating people- forward, that doesn't line up with how he would fall. Why? Because he would fall onto the trunk, gun still forward. No, he was starting to turn. He hadn't turned all the way to face Lee Harvey Oswald. He was picking oh, up okay. the gun. The I'm sure they've who, done. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they've done the reenactment. The people who such make a sure that, reel. the <laughs> witnesses who described it said it looked like he was swinging the gun around. Also, there were tons of witnesses who say that they smelled gunpowder. Yeah, surrounding the car, which basically means that there was some sort of shooter in the vicinity of. 
So yeah. this what is interesting. What was going on? Not, that, on like, the, not on the not on the grassy knoll. Yeah, because the grassy knoll lines away. up more with like they want him dead. Some entity, whether it's the the Illuminati or, or the mafia. Yeah. Or yeah, but this one is more aliens. of a conspiracy that just it was a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Well, the pro- I think the reason no one embraces this is it, it's boring. It's boring. It's, it's yeah. boring, no, and it, it doesn't really prove anyone correct. Yeah. Like the people who want Lee Harvey Oswald to have been the actual person who murdered JFK. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it doesn't prove them right. It doesn't do anything to prove there's a conspiracy. Plus, people like that. No one wants yeah. to hear like, "Oh, this accident happened." It's just really yeah. simple. Oh, it's the just whole like thing. Yeah. math and physics, and this guy just fucking pieced it together and i i think he makes a really strong case like even they did demonstrations this guy did he did demonstrations where uh they shot i think like a cantaloupe or something uh one with the type of gun lee Lee harvey Harvey. oswald had and one with an ar-15 which is what the secret service agent had and the lee harvey oswald rifle the bullet goes right through because it's a full metal jacket which is designed not to explode they're like supposed to injure people on the battlefield and send them back home when they shot the melon with the AR-15, it exploded. So hmm. that third after the first first shot goes through, second shot <laughs> explodes it. Well, they shot two separate melons. But shouldn't they shoot the same one for the same? No, because the first, the first shot that hit Kennedy didn't hit him his, in the head. They went through his chest. Or his oh, back. in his neck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the first shot they think that hit him was just like a piece that ricocheted, mm-hmm. like he barely actually got hit by that first shot. When mm-hmm. I was a kid watching it, I remember thinking like Jackie Osher gets up out of that car real quickly. But then I've watched it since. I don't think she had anything to do with it. But that was a conspiracy that I was... Like, she... What if we just missed that all these years in the video? There's, like, one clip where she just holds up a gun and she shoots him on the side of the head. <laughs> How did we miss that? <laughs> right there in front of oh. But, I mean, she sees him go forward. She doesn't, like, reach for him. She just turns around and climbs out the back of the car, which is understandable. Like it's a they fighter. say it takes six seconds, though, to react to she something. And, it, and if, if you react any sooner than that, then you know you know it was coming. But she, but that's something you could be told as a first lady. Like, here's your protocol. If anything weird happens, you. But yeah, why crawl Maybe out the back of the car? Maybe that's not true. I just saw it on CSI Miami. <laughs> well, then it's probably true. <laughs> Six seconds. That seems abnormally long. I know. It does seem long. <laughs> that's how long Lee Harvey Oswald had to shoot, though. He had yeah. six seconds to get off those three shots. But the grassy There's knoll no doesn't way. even factor in? No. no. And also, this guy's investigation proved the magic bullet theory was accurate. What they messed up was the position of the guy in front of JFK. The governor or the mayor of a Yeah, but the, the back and left, because, where does that come because from? Because the way they have to explain the magic bullet is it would have taken like a weird turn to get into that other guy's body. But what this Howard Donahue says is that when that guy heard the first shot, he turned to look in the direction he heard it from. So when the magic bullet hit him, he wasn't facing the street. He was mm-hmm. turned sideways. Hmm. And that's why it took that trajectory. And then, have they ever found the guy who was this blooper reel who actually killed Kennedy and interviewed him in any way or any of these people in the car? Yeah, he actually they released a book in 1992 about this and he filed a lawsuit, but he waited five years to do it. Hmm. Why? Wait, he filed a lawsuit saying because they name him as the killer in this book. They oh. say the Secret Service agent, yeah. albeit accidentally, is the person who killed JFK. How'd the lawsuit work out five years later? They dismissed it. Yeah. Wow. So statute of limitations had passed. Oh, I see. Okay. But he mm. knew, like, they, as they were writing this book, they were contacting him the whole time. Like, look, you're going to want to come out and say something. We're literally writing a book saying you killed JFK, and the guy didn't do shit. Yeah. Until it got released as like a paperback. He finally. It's 
So there's no second camera that kind of gets a wide angle of the whole thing. It's only just kind of that. Well, there's a picture. One. There is a there is another video, but it's so far away and so blurry. No, really but there's a picture. There's that, where's that photo? There's yeah, in the photo. the email I sent. Yeah. There's a picture of the guy holding the rifle. Okay. Yeah, there's pictures of after the shot happens. That's the guy. Like, so that gun is the only other gun that's confirmed to have been there, and they did no ballistics tests on it. But they it's took crazy his brain, that they're like, just riding around in no, a they, convertible. Yeah, they, yeah. Took his, they took his brain, and they don't know what happened to it for a number of hours, and it was yeah. Delivered. They inter, they talked to uh, that guy in this documentary, and he's like, "I regret giving them that brain." <laughs> he was like, "They just said it, they said Bobby wanted it, and I thought, oh, it's a family, so I just did it." And he's like. I don't know where it went. Yeah, there's like a number of hours between when they flew from Dallas back to the D.C. area where the brain is unaccounted for. And I think people at the hospital in Maryland where they kind of did an autopsy were like, yeah, it looks like people kind of messed with this brain earlier today. Yeah, yeah they said the autopsy was chaos, that there were like 30 people in the room and that it was loud. Huh. And... uh the doctor in Dallas tried to keep the body there because in Texas, the law is if there's a homicide, there has to be an autopsy. And yes. the Secret Service tried to take the body and the doctor was like, no, the law says we have to do this autopsy. And they were like, we're the Secret Service. We're taking it. Hmm. Man. So it that, also, great... that also answers, well, why would the government cover it up? Because the government did it. The government <laughs> doesn't want to come out and go, yeah, we <laughs> fucked up. But they did it. Lee Harvey Oswald wouldn't have killed him, but we did. Oh, yeah. no. It explains a lot. It does explain And it's like, such a simple theory. It's not, there's no magic involved. There's no shadowy organizations. It's just a dude who fucked up at work. Damn. So it is a bit of an Occam's razor kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't really make a difference to me hearing that. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. okay. But don't you want resolution? Accident. Nah. You don't want any conclusion on it? No. Because I feel like, yeah, I mean, obviously, if he didn't try, nothing would have happened, Mm -hmm. and he would have been fine. So it's obviously still that guy's fault. What if aliens did it? (laughs) I bet it was aliens. They can't ever really rule them out. Never. Not until they come down and tell us they're not doing all this shit. (laughs) And even then, you can't rule it out. Who's going to trust a fucking alien? Look at that pic. Why is that picture not more famous? Like I had that menacing guy with the flat top. Mm. I hadn't seen this picture until this, and this is a documentary on Netflix right now. It's called The Smoking Gun. That's all about this theory and how. And this, uh, the reason I mention it in this column is, you read these books about crazy conspiracy theories, and they're always like these shitty little publishers that just publish batshit insane conspiracy theory books. This book was on Saint Martin's Press, and it wasn't big one. Wasn't like one of their like they don't have like a conspiracy wing mm-hmm. where they publish all their crazy books. This was like a St. Martin's Press book. They sent this guy on book tours. He did morning shows. Like they were like, this guy solved the fucking JFK case, and people didn't fucking care because like, that nobody Kurt cared. Cobain documentary came. I mean, out. I get it. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you don't care probably because there've been so many stories, right? Or just talked about too much. No, or you just yeah, genuinely I know. After care. hearing it, it's still like it's not satisfying. Yeah, it's just something. It just doesn't make you wanna even. But it's so entertain the idea of that. What a terrible! <laughs> what <laughs> shitty luck! Like, yeah. you let off one accidental shot, and it hits the president in the head? You I couldn't have just see... shot, like, a senator or something? <laughs> shot your leg <laughs> like Plexico... innocent bystander? Shoot your leg like Plexico Burris. Yeah. yeah. 
You have one job. Don't shoot the president in the See, head. But so he stands from that picture. There's the windshield up. He's somehow as he stands and he's facing forward. The the actually, I think this might be after the shot had already fired because they, at one point the car finally just like speeds off. Because if this is a the weird car thing. in front of Kennedy. I could see how that might work. He's looking back. The acceleration drives him onto the trunk. But if he is facing forward and Kennedy is in front of him, it would have to be a brakes being slammed on I think thing. Both, I think both happens. I think all the cars in the convoy kind of almost come to a complete stop as it happens. And uh-huh. then as they realize what happened, they all speed up and drive off. So yeah. I'm not sure and it's if he down fires on the lurch or the, the speed It would up. have had to have gone through the windshield there, though, is the only thing. I mean, that, that I've been no, to that... No, not if you're standing up. I've been to that hill, though. It goes down a hill. That's why it was an even harder shot. Is but if he was standing up... Okay, it was the Russians, David. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, I just, we'll give it to you. This makes as much sense to me as like the grassy knoll or things like, oh, there is that puff of smoke. And his head do- does go back and left. This one still, to me, has some holes in it, namely that windshield being in the way. And it is such a one in a million chance that he would hit the president right in the head accidentally by falling. So forward. where does the gunpowder everyone's smelling come from? Because that, that's another thing that it all wouldn't the, come yeah. from the they, depository. They interview I've one never, guy who's like, to smell gunpowder, you have to be downwind of it. <laughs> like he was dead sick because Lee Harvey Oswald was up and back yeah like you wouldn't have smelled gunpowder coming from there well the grassy knoll i mean if that did happen there's gunpowder but the grassy knoll's not like you're not going to drive through that because that was off to the side like these people who reported smelling gunpowder they were in the actual motorcade and they smelled it as they were driving through Hmm. so there was gunpowder somewhere on that street yeah that people smelled oswald fires three shots there are three. Two. He fires only two, and then the third sound. What do people? The say? third sound is the Secret Service accidentally firing. But wouldn't that sound way different and way closer? Wouldn't everyone yeah, on the that's street? That's what people reported. But not everyone on the street. They, did they? no, they did. If you look at the Warren Commission, there's plenty of people who reported stuff like that. There okay. were people who, like I said, there's one woman who actually testified that the Secret Service started shooting back. Oh, okay. So, like, someone was confused enough to yeah. have seen someone in this car shooting but they just it, no one's no one would ever come if this was true and if no one would ever address it or even come out and yeah the gov- say, that's yeah, the thing the government they, they is never they can't i mean yeah they're never going to be like the secret service did it yeah so i mean especially not in that way that's like yeah. that's like I don't know. Benny Hill music starts playing know, if you kill someone that way. And I don't think that they should come out and say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really want to know. It, yeah, it makes... <laughs> to be the people in power and to watch the entire civilization go bananas and then 9-11 another one, if they could step out and go like from a bullhorn, hey, everyone, cool it. We accidentally shot him. Just take it easy. Wouldn't that make more sense? No, you can't be doing that. Let them you run around for 40 like years just being no. idiots? <laughs> Sure, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that makes sense to me why they would cover that part up. It is funny that it, it Once follows the, the same if thing. If you don't trust the government, which enough people already don't, mm-hmm. you know, that's a huge problem. You would never want to come out and openly. That it is a cover up, like that, that it is a second shooter. Some and things that, you have to cover up. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think we. I mean, well, Adam and I at least agree that. You, they should tell us about aliens. Yeah. Right? They I'd like to that. meet one. Yeah, give us like a gentle one. Actually, I'm nervous now that I said that because I feel like they can hear me and they're like, all right, <laughs> motherfucker, we're coming. What if we've already met them over and over and they just keep like, blinking us? Yeah. 
they come in the middle of the podcast. Like when you go into another room and go, oh, why'd they come in here? You don't realize that when you went in the other room, you saw an alien, you had a whole conversation, like, I hate to do this to you. Boop. And you're like, oh, what did I come in here for? And that just happens throughout our lives. That's so frustrating. So frustrating. I hate it. But in that brief moment where you're standing like, oh, you're an alien. I was going to come get my sunglasses, but what are you doing here? And you have a nice conversation, and then they, they blink you. That sucks. It sucks when they blink you. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just once let me get my sunglasses? Maybe we take a picture together. They're wearing the sunglasses to protect their identity. Yeah, no one's going to believe you. I won't you release that I'll picture. never share it. I just need to know. I'll never I'd share, share it. it. I'd share it. You'd lie to them? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could read your mind. They'd know you were going to lie to them. And maybe then you'd be in some trouble. That's true. You don't want to get that alien trouble. That's like Minority Report, though. They would know right away. Yeah, the precogs? Yeah. We give aliens a lot of credit. I mean, are they really cruising Yeah, what if they night? come down here and they're just kind of like us? Yeah. And they just like sort of figured out how to get yeah. here and they're like, hey, we're shitheads too. It's like the Egyptians, they had like a tiny fraction of the population of aliens be very bright. They made these cool ships. And then they just left them unattended. <laughs> and the idiots jumped in like, even I can fly this. That's what happened, I bet. <laughs> Brett has the comments pulled up. Should we move on to comments? Yes. Because we're almost at an hour. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. I want you to know that's not true. That's why we call this segment, Your Voice Matters. Where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past couple episodes and respond to them. The bitch deserved to be spat at. Woo! <laughs> you should have done it, or at least fart near there. Oh, fart near them. Okay. <laughs> the internet. Ugh. That is in reference to a story I told on the last podcast about a woman who stood next to me at a concert and started talking, and I asked her to be quiet, and she like gave me this sassy look. In my first ins, I just wanted, I've never wanted to before, but I wanted to spit on her. Like it was my in, like something primal in me was yeah. like, okay, here's where you spit in someone's face. Like my body was telling me that and I had to fight it really hard. She was a monster. Mm-hmm. I just really wanted to spit. Did you really face. like the band? Uh, yeah. It was bright this eyes. was really about it hitting her, like- wasn't it? And you just changed it. Well, I hit her, I hit her first, but then I was like, should I spit on her too? And then I like, I eased up on the spitting because I'd already beat the shit out of her. It sucks when uh, the, the crowd that you're, like a band or any artist that you enjoy draws out people that you detest. Yeah. And you're just yeah, like, yeah. oh God, this person likes something I like. It's frustrating. Yeah. But I hate when people talk at concerts. Because for one thing, you can't hear yourself talk, so you have to scream, Mm. which means everyone else can hear you. I don't understand the point of concerts when you can just, like, listen to it on your headphones. Like, why would you stand, like, for hours? Don't want to know about aliens. Don't care about the JFK. (laughs) Now you don't even like concerts? I don't like music. You don't even like concerts. I don't like concerts. No. You How do you feel about movies? Do you ever watch movies or television? Do you read I, books? I've, I read a lot of books. I've seen about like 15 movies in my life, I think. Come or on. Maybe 20. Wow. Yeah. I don't watch too many movies. I watch those shitty bad horror movies. TV, I watch like, uh, they're all kind of the same genre. Seinfeld, The Office, Curb, Louie, stuff like that extras hmm. Hmm. interesting the aliens are going to have a lot of questions <laughs> for you <laughs> they're going to 
They are going to want to know some things. I have so one song minimal. on my iPod. It's One More Time by Daft Punk. And I just listen to that one song when I'm at the gym. Let me see your iPod. <laughs> this is fascinating. You've like eliminated the amount of times to be disappointed in your life. I know. Just really minimized. I know. I really have. It is, science has proven that too many choices makes a person unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. That is smart. Yeah. You're like the... Just you know, like, what I... Like Steve Jobs would wear the same clothes to minimize the decision-making time. And you've kind of done that with like the things that affect your senses. How yeah. busy was Steve Jobs? Couldn't just grab a fucking shirt? <laughs> Jesus. He had to boss a lot of people around. Yeah, I heard he was an asshole. I can never see the comments from here. Someone wants us to do podcasts every day. Uh, no. No, I don't think so. I would do more than one a week. We used to do two a week, right? Mm-hmm. There was a roller coaster malfunction in a theme park in England. The ride was called the Smiler, and some teenagers were badly injured, and they had to shut down several parks or street. Anyway, good funny podcast, but Brett seemed kind of distant. What? Brett? Why do you kind of put me down at the end? Why do you seem so distant, Brett? You seem different lately. Are you going through a breakup? I'm just thinking about aliens. And <laughs> oh, and someone seconded how it. How insignificant. Right? I, I felt that, too. <gasps> I took it personally. Oh, no, Brett's sad, and you guys didn't even know. <sighs> you personally I've made been like this Maria. for two years. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Samoan says that should be Peoria's official slogan. What? I think he's talking about... I grew up in a town called Peoria, Illinois, and last week I said it... Uh, it is all the crime and poverty of Chicago with none of the nightlife. Angry That's Samoan. I thought Samoans were friendly. Not this one. Not this one. He stepped on a beehive. <laughs> what? He did. So I got angry. He's in the NFL. He's got to be angry. Isn't Peoria, um, a friend of mine used to work for Maui Gym Sunglasses. And they're actually based there, even though they maintain this whole, like, we're this sweet Hawaiian company. We're mellow. Are they? Hanging out in Peoria. Gross. I think that's where their corporate headquarters are. I wouldn't buy sunglasses from Peoria. Caribbean Joe says fireworks are a lot like porn. They're all right to watch, but it's way more fun to set them off yourself. Sure. sure. You get a lot of comments, man. Yeah, probably because we read them on the air. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be riveting for listeners right now. We're just sitting here staring at a board. Yeah, yeah. Well, normally I print them out, but that's what I was complaining about, that I can never see them. Someone says they were so ready for an Adam and Brett only Oh, yeah. Oh, and then you reply Sorry. that it's happened a few times. When? It has. It's happened, hasn't it? Hasn't there been... Hey, Maria Shahada wrote something. Yeah, she was on last week. Oh, okay. She That's always... Great. She left four comments. Did we ruin something by being here? Was this... Probably. Listeners really want to just have an intimate... Oh, because Adam? last... A couple weeks ago when I did the intro, instead of introducing the guests, I just introduced me and Brett. Oh, nice. And then on one I recorded today that people will hear next week... I just introduced myself twice. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what did you say about uh, automatic vehicles and manual? Seems like people have a lot of opinions about that. Did, I think Maria just said that she owned a manual. And oh. My first car was a manual. I Mine was trying too. to get guys to like me, <laughs> and I thought it would be cool if I drove That's a why stick I got one too. And all these guys were like, man, you have a stick. I was like, yeah. Is that how you that met your husband? A, no. <laughs> yeah. That was sweet. I was very young. That was when I was 16. I had a Mustang. I had a yeah. Mustang, too. was my first car. Not Stick. me, guys. I yellow Mustang. Nice. Bright what yellow. year? Well, however old I was when I was 16, I guess. Was you it? mean that year? It was like a new car? It was a new car. Whoa. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Mine was not. I told my not. parents that uh, everyone in my school had a new Mustang, and they were like <laughs> Indian immigrants. They were like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is wow. all one for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I would have liked to set up like that. 
Yeah, mine was a piece of shit Mustang. But it's what still year Mustang. was yours? It was like an 81 or something. Was that a good year for them? Yeah, I don't remember. 81 was That's hardly they, a good year for anything. Yeah. They sh- those were when they were smaller. God, I keep hitting this. I'm sorry. They yeah. Kind of, was, they were smaller then, right? Smaller. Yeah. yeah it was weird. Yeah. Sorry to have that happened to you, man. Thanks. The clutch was so heavy, I remember. It oh, was, and your and new car. Yeah, my new car. Oh, I drove it across the country to California, and I didn't know about cruise control. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve that. <laughs> yeah. What an idiot. Oh, man. My parents bought me this new car, and now it won't drive itself. <laughs> Mom, the clutch is too heavy. <laughs> Why is the clutch so heavy? All right, should we get the fuck out of here? It's almost yes. been an hour. Sure. Do you have anything to plug, Monrock? Yes, uh, I'll plug my blog, actually, that I started. Monrock.tumblr. Okay, Tumblr. do that. <laughs> Monrock.tumblr.com. Lots of stories. And that's on. M-O-N-R-O-K. M-O-N-R-O-K, no C. No C. Don't be nice. stupid. Don't be stupid spelling rock with a C, It's assholes. Uh, made up, so. What? Yeah, sorry. Uh, we made, made up a good name. Thank you. Her real last name is Rockhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my website is just boring old davidhuntsberger.com. Professor Blastoff is still going. And then uh, my, and I do the uh, monthly variety show called The Junk Show. If you live in LA, come to that. There's information on my website. And then Reactor starts on Sci Fi July 16th and then goes every Thursday at 11.30 p.m. at least for 12 weeks and hopefully more beyond that. I don't have shit to plug. Yeah, I do. I'm going to be at the Ice House August 2nd. Nice. Yay. And uh, I'm going to be somewhere in Long Beach. August 13th, doing comedy. <laughs> I'll be at the comedy store whenever. <laughs> whenever, literally anytime you're at the comedy store, she will be there. I'll be around. She will be there. The aliens will be watching. All right. Say goodbye, Mom Rock. Goodbye, folks. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye, David. Why did you choose a name different than your your other? You want to keep it? Is it like, um, <laughs> were you going to like embarrass your parents or something? Or you just thought Mom Rock sounded awesome? Yeah, I just thought Monarch sounded awesome. Is it not a fake name? Am I been duped here? Is this a no? It's a theory? fake name. Okay. It stands for if if you're gonna make me go there, it stands for Monica Rocks. Uh, <laughs> my nickname from when She's I was a, a kid. Big Friends fan. <laughs> big Friends fan. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. We discovered one truth today. Yeah. <laughs> Government can't keep everything from us. All right. It's been a good time, everybody. Goodbye. We love you. <laughs>